Welcome to Heather Ewing, the CRE Rundown. Today, I have got a great guest. We're going to talk about syndication, and it is none other than Van Van, the commercial man. Van, welcome. Thank you, Heather. It's an honor to be on your podcast here. Thank you. I'm so glad you could join me today. So I've known you for several years. How about you sharing with our guests a little bit about who you are and tell us about your firm? Wow. Where do I start? Hey, I'm Van Gandhi. I go by Van, the commercial man. And um, I'm here in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. We are the number one market in the United States of America. Of course, I'm biased to North Carolina. And here uh, with <laughs> here with Keller Williams uh, Commercial, I hope open up the division in South Durham. And and it's just we're, it's a very hot market. So you know we got I'm doing leasing deal. You know representing landlords on the leasing tenants buy, buying and selling whatever we can get our listing whatever listings we can get a hold of. It's it's a hot market, and and you know we can go down a. <laughs> Pick any asset class and we can have a whole discussion, but just uh, we yeah. will stay focused on this call here. So, Yeah, definitely. And congratulations for your three deals uh, that you did earlier this week. I saw that come across as like nicely done. I appreciate it. It looks like yeah. we've got some off-market opportunities and we, we wrapped it up. We got it going. So so it was good to see that there's still ca- there's cash on the sidelines, but they're playing. They're playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. No, exactly. But um, so speaking of cash, right, you need to invest it. You don't want to stick it between the mattress and let it sit there. So what do you want to share with our audience today about syndication and just ways of investing? Yeah, so I guess to start off last year, first half of the year, it was so easy to buy properties. Lenders were your best friends. It was very smooth sailing. And then you could see as the Fed continued to hike, hike interest rates, which we knew we knew in November 2021 it was coming, but you were trying to ride it out. And then we noticed the terms of lending started getting a lot more challenging. So the relationships you had were great, but they were still very challenged. And and I noticed some deals were, um, you know, the offers had to be revised or they were getting revised. And yeah. so based on that, I knew we had to pivot and and started looking more into being a part of a syndication group and and mm-hmm. creating these syndication groups so you can go straight in and purchase a property with a cat you know have you know they always say goes back to my days in college and on in finance the chalkboard <laughs> back then the chalkboard says i still see it in my head it says cash is king and today i'm yeah. like i see that you know in my head and i'm thinking cash is king so well, and it, it really does matter because how people utilize their cash or do not really reaps you know, either for a great end result or not, especially as you add the years and, and time goes on. So what are some good points, maybe um, pros and cons for people that maybe are newer to syndication that would would help them? Sure. So um, what's great about syndications is there's always a structure level. So so it's, it's doing your due diligence like any other any other investment, you're going to do your due diligence here. You're going to do your due diligence, not just the property, but the general partners of who's bringing the syndications. Mm-hmm. And that right there is a great way of, you know, it's who you, it's no like and trust. So, so you get through that, then the rest of the process is a little simpler. And, and a lot of people have cash, but they're not ready to commit a million dollars or ready to commit half a million, but they're fine 
putting 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 into an investment that they're passively earning. And so it's a great tool for me to tell my clients, me personally, to go into a, a, you know, do my homework on top of the due diligence and reviewing the OMs. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and it's a great way. It's a great way of having passive income. Uh, last year, everyone was advertising six to eight to 10% returns and then a proposed three to five hold and disposing of the asset class and, and certain asset classes were returning 30, 40% when you were just, when they were being sold off. So. Right. So to that point, the learning curve matters, right? Kind of like with anyone, you always need a great mentor or in, you know, in this illustration, really, it's connecting with the right syndicator. And what are some things or tips that you would have for people so that they do get connected with the right syndicator and they're not out, you know, with someone that does a lot of talk and doesn't have the deal experience? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's, it's, um, I guess I could speak on my behalf because I've always had interest in it. But to that, who do you know, like, and trust? At Keller Williams, we've had some great players who I've been, who I am friends with, been following for over the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. they've done, they've done these deals. And, and I would just get with them and understand their deal structures and say, and look at their past history. So it's an easy conversation. They were open to sharing. And so when I had that, mm-hmm. You know, that's the part of the education curve. So you have all this knowledge. You can be textbook savvy. You can be all this. Right. Stuff, but you still got to talk. You can't get out there and talk to people. So obviously I would go to shows and talk about syndications. Mm-hmm. I would catch Zoom calls, catch different groups doing it. And then you you start, there's a pattern to everything. You know, everything in life has a pattern. Yep. And so then you notice mm-hmm. the successful ones tend to align in the same structures you know they have they speak the same language they speak the same words they speak the same mm-hmm. the om the offering memorandums are always set up almost a very specific way so you start seeing that and and then you're able to make your own decisions yeah yeah no that's perfect so you think about right the structure of the different deals through syndication or just whether it's leasing sales investment sales all of it comes down you know also Beyond the experience is mindset. And how do you see mindset playing into different commercial real estate deals in general? Well, you have a different objective for each asset class. So when I'm in a syndication, I'm, you know, I'm not, I love multifamily, but I'm not someone that understand, you know, you know, with the value add ones with repairs and costs and estimates, you know, that's not my thing, but there's people who do mm-hmm. this in their sleep. And so, so, you know, those are higher returns. So that, so when I invest in one of those, my mindset's one way, but then there's other properties, say an industrial building where I know it's very easy to um, operate, very easy to lease out given the right. supply. And so, so the mindset is, is, is going to be totally different uh, when I look at industrial. And then I look at not many people are doing it, but I'm looking at syndicating deals for triple net properties that are dealing with the dollar general. So those tend to be smaller deals where they're only three or 5 million, which is small when you talk about syndications, because most syndication deals are going to be in the 10, 20, 30, $40 million range. So, right. So, so there's a, I mean, that's, I mean, it's just a number, but sometimes you're just trading paper and, Mm -hmm. um, and right. And almost, I would say too, the bigger deals are easier because there's a higher 
level of knowledge, expertise, and um, usually they've got lending buttoned up and and different pieces of that too. So and a point I want to make real fast is it's it's quite interesting over the last three years, everyone was talking about meme stocks in the stock market and it, and the meme stocks came through just a group of smaller players overtaking the hedge funds, overtaking the dominant players. So I see syndication is kind of like this uh, individuals being able to put smaller groups together to compete, to purchase the right asset class, just like the bigger players do. So, I- Which is huge, right? Because then it, it really opens the doors, which is great for people that are just getting started or you know, those that maybe they they've invested a lot and they just want to, you know, put a small amount into the market. So, you know, one of the the positives, obviously, is obviously the the tax relief, right? Oh, What's yeah. something you want to yeah. share with with our? Yeah, I mean, obviously, my disclaimer is you always say I have to seek your CPA or tax yep. accountant, tax yep. attorney. But um, premise of last year, we were rushing to get some deals closed in December was the bonus depreciation on assets mm-hmm. and getting that K1. And what's so beautiful about that is just I'm talking rough numbers, just a general if you if someone yep. invests in a multifamily asset class, they invest as little as $50,000. $50, well, those K1s, if it was done, if the cost segregation studies were done right, those K1s will show you almost a $20,000 loss, which is huge. So if you're, you know, so that 20K is taken off against your ordinary income. And um, and that's a huge, huge savings when okay. it comes to paid IRS. So so that's why I always, you always say, why do people who own real estate never pay taxes? It's Mm-hmm. It's because the real estate was designed <laughs> right. for that purpose. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, and that's where too, you know, you see transitions in that arena as well. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, we'll see. Tax laws change right now. We have bonus depreciation. Of, it was 100% the year before, then it was 80%. Now I think it's 80% this year and then next year it goes down. So so those factors with obviously low supply and mm-hmm. availability of assets do um, do impact. I do want to, another thing I want to add real fast because I had a good conversation today and, and I've noticed a new pattern. Yeah, Lending is hard right now to get because of the environment. However, right. there is all these bigger groups that have that are looking for investments for the $20 million dollars. And I had to conversation. now this is about the second or third conversation I've had where they said, well, if we can put money in a T-bill, which is earning 5%, that's tax-free, mm-hmm. what about our our investment group turning into a lending arm? Right. And then, so so now we're seeing these players who can't find the right asset class and, mm-hmm. and want to see how they can learn as private lenders. So that's very interesting. And, oh, and they have access to cash and funds where they had secured those low interest rates at three, four, five percent, and they can turn yeah. around the loan at seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, which I mean, who isn't going to sign up for that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of great returns, so here's here's one. I'm going to throw you for a loop on this one. Is if you were to jump into a time machine, right, and if you were to go back 10, 20 years, right, the the early days of your commercial real estate. What is a piece of advice you would have for yourself? Ah, gosh. Yeah, that's a big one. It's wide open, Van. Wide open. 
it could go anywhere. I would say align myself with the big players in the business, work, mm-hmm. go with a big firm, see who you can latch on to. Don't expect to earn any money. You kind of work. My mentality mm-hmm. is almost work for free and be a sponge. And yeah. that will go so much further than anything else. And you can afford to do it, especially if you're early in, early in your career. So, yeah, no, that's, that's great advice because to your point, it's priceless knowledge and, for someone to trust you and their time of uh, sharing and guiding is is a big one, I'd say, too. Yeah, no, that's a great one. You know, and along with all this, you know, you've got the tax savings, the different asset classes, getting in maybe a small amount large through the syndication. What would you say is, um, you know, with all those stresses, what is some way that you find to de-stress? Right. There's a lot happening in commercial real estate. It's been very volatile and a lot of, you know, big stakes. How do you de-stress? What's a tip you'd give for us? You know what? I would say if you have a hobby, go walk outside, go run, as Mm -hmm. I know you do. Um, (laughs) Do something that takes your find something that completely takes your mind away from what you do on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So so obviously for me would be probably going outside in nature and walking around or staring at birds. <laughs> I mean, at, coming to my yeah. bird feeder, it's just so simple. Um, yeah. Another tactic is um, actually it's almost workplace is actually net masterminding with various networking groups and just having mm-hmm. um, off subject type conversations. And, right. you know, you don't always have to talk about your own stuff. You can always talk about it superficial property and kind of just have that dialogue because that will also, um, I don't know, it it will erase any thoughts, any negative thoughts you might have, or it'll allow you to bring up objections from a third party that's neutral that will answer it in a honest format. So, Oh, definitely. And to your point, I think that's where it's so important to connect with other brokers, firms, you know, syndicators, you name it across the board, because the world becomes smaller and smaller. And I think too, you can learn so much and it's always nice that we all have our lanes and our expertise. And it's nice to have a name of someone that you know in a certain area of the country that will take really good care of someone. You can refer them on, you know that they're going to get what you need. And at the same time, you help them advance, which feels really good. And too, let's face it, right? It's fun. Like it's been so great getting to know you over the years and working together and things like that, that it's really the, the sky's the limit is how I like to look at it. Absolutely. And, and I was um, obviously um, with Keller Williams Elite Realty and I opened up the commercial division. So our office alone has 180 residential brokers. So that's how I built up the referral base. But the key component, the main operating principle of this office, you know, his firm does whatever, 80, 90 million dollars a year. And it, and it was a dialogue I was having with him is, you know, um, you're so successful and you're networking and you're masterminding with other residential brokers in the market that you're competing with. How are you able to excel or how are you able to abroad? He's like, Van, you're in the same shoes as me. What you have to do is you have to go across state lines across the U.S. and mastermind there to, to yeah. be able to truly grow. And so, so that well, kind of a great point. Me. Yeah. And I think it's easy for people to be myopic sometimes and, yeah, when you look at the brokers such as yourself that do get out and really network through ICSE and other ways as well, that it really does allow you to be more robust. So kudos to you on that. 
Yeah. And and we gotta give our buddy Miss Beth Azor a lot of credit. She really molded us and kind of helped us in that venture and, and provided she those sure great seeds. So Completely agree, Van. So on that note, thank you so much for joining us today. And I have one wild last question, which in knowing me, uh, you'll appreciate this. Marathons, right? This is the rundown. Past or future? How do you see a marathon? Well, I'm not a runner, so I would probably walk a marathon. And I could see myself <laughs> doing it. a 10-mile walk. <laughs> and that's great. And you're a big supporter of it. So that's the part that counts, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially that's outdoors. Cool. If you can get outdoors, get outdoors. It so. makes the difference of everything. I agree completely. So on that note, I hope you're getting outdoors today. It's a beautiful day. And how can our guests connect with you, Van? Well, again, thank you again for having me on your awesome podcast here. And you can reach me, Van Gandhi, at vangandhi.com. It's V-A-N-G-A-N-D-H-I.com. Or you could just find Van the Commercial Man. Just Google it. I'll pop up. Yes, you will. Love your videos. Keep uh, up the great work. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Van. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.